I believe we're unique for a reason. When we use our gifts, we all benefit. When we compare ourselves with others, we feel overburdened. That's why I created this podcast, a weekly show about connecting to your time, your life, and yourself. My hope is that you'll leave not only believing in the dreams you feel pulled towards, but knowing you've had the ability within you to do them all along. Let's connect to our uniqueness and become overburdened no more. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of Overburden No More. I'm Marla Beach, and I am so excited to be with you again today. I'm so grateful for the opportunity that you give me when you listen to this podcast. I feel like it's one way of connecting. We all need connection. And if there's anything that I would shout from the rooftops over and over again is that we need to connect more with each other. And I believe that begins by connecting to ourselves. I believe that because that's how I found connection with others to become deeper. When I lost who I was through the depression that I suffered and continue to have off and on, I found my healing through connecting to myself, learning who I was, what I believed in, what I needed, and learning to love myself. And then when I was able to do that, then I was able to connect with my loved ones even deeper. And I haven't looked back since. I am committed to connection. So that's what I try to teach here on the podcast. I hope you can feel my love and intention in every single episode. And if you do find that these topics are helping you, I'd like you to consider how working one-on-one with each other, you and me, would help you to connect even deeper. And so if you would like to do that, I offer many mentor sessions where we can just get to know each other a little bit and see how the things that I have to teach can affect your life even deeper. And so those are 15 minutes. You can register for that at hunkydory.com forward slash mini mentor. And we'll meet together for 15 minutes. If you find that it's something that helps you and you want to continue to move forward with one-on-one, then we can set up a session that is longer and we can find so much connection and help for you for yourself this is all about you and I would just want to be there to help you to move forward all right so today I'm excited to give kind of a midway walkthrough of our book club book it's Tranquility by Tuesday by Laura Vanderkam and she is one of my favorite authors because I love the way she talks about how we use our time That's one of the unique connection method pillars that I teach, and it is one of the things that helped me, which is why it's one of the pillars. And so I wanted to read this new book that she has, and I hope you've been reading it with me. If not, I'm going to give you a little teaser into the first four rules that she outlines in this book. And like I said, when I introduced the book to you, I did not read it before I suggested it to you, which is kind of brave (laughs) because that's kind of crazy to suggest something that you haven't read yourself. But I haven't been sorry. I've read through the first half and I'm excited to share the first half with you today. At least some little tidbits that I pulled out of it and then you guys can find your own things as you read through it and I want to hear back from you the tidbits that you pulled from it. All right, so let's start with rule number one and that was give yourself a bedtime. Hmm, fascinating, huh? My favorite part from this rule is that she said that going to bed earlier is how grown-ups sleep in. You know what? That has been my truth for a long time. I used to love to stay up late. Not really late because I have always wanted to go to bed at the same time as my husband. And so I don't really stay up super late, but 
the times that I got the chance to, I really liked it. But I was paid for it for the next day. And I never got the chance to sleep in because either I had kids that needed to get up and get going and get to school or whatever there is, or that when they were little, they just didn't sleep long into the morning. And so I just have never been a sleeper inner, I guess. But when we go to bed earlier, it's how grownups get to sleep in. This is the suggestion she gave to make this happen for you. And to me, it's just so simple, but I don't think we all think of it this way. But she said to figure out how much sleep that you do your best with. Okay, so maybe you're an eight hour person. Maybe you are a nine hour person. Maybe you really are a six and a half hour person. That's all you need to function your best. One of my daughters found out that the longer she slept, the worse she felt. But that took a while to figure that out. And so you need to find out how much sleep do you need to do your best. Then count backwards from when you need to get up. And that's your bedtime. Huh, crazy, huh? Isn't that simple? Then you need to also add in how much time you need to relax and to wind down and prepare yourself for sleep. So that's your bedtime. It's pretty simple. So rule number one, give yourself a bedtime. Rule number two, plan on Fridays. Okay, I've been doing this for a while already. And so the first two rules have been pretty simple for me to try because I do like to plan my next week on Friday afternoon. So this worked out really well for me that I didn't have to try something new again. But I did like some of the things that she said that gave a reason why Fridays work so well. She said that we are always choosing, so choose well. When you plan ahead, you get to choose how you spend your time instead of letting your time tell you what needs to happen. It really does make a difference. In order to calm the chaos, we have to think about how we'd like to spend our time. And so when you think about that and have a specific time to plan, it really does make a difference. When you set a certain time every week to plan your week, you are communicating, giving yourself a specific time to communicate with future you. Crazy enough, this is not the first time I've heard future you, but it's been within the last little bit that I've heard more than one person talk about future you. I've also heard it talked about as past, present, and future you. And you have to keep all three of those parts of you accountable. When you do that, you are deciding what present you wants and you're telling future you when to do it. And then that helps you to keep accountable when you write it down. I just love that. Okay, another thing that I found to be really true that there's this thing called Friday afternoon fatigue and it is not fake as far as I'm concerned. And it makes it the perfect time to plan because you're not using your brain cells to try to work on something that, you know, you have a deadline for or something that takes a lot of energy. Planning for the next week does take thought, but it's the perfect time to do planning because I've found that even when I am fatigued and I don't really want to do anything, I find maybe it's because that future you, I like future me can do this. It's something that I really want to do even though I don't have the energy right now. So I thought that was pretty cool. All right, on to rule number three, and that's to move by 3 p.m. She says that exercise doesn't take time. It makes time. And I think that's true because it adds an energy to your your body that you wouldn't have if you hadn't exercised. Now, the interesting thing that I learned with this is that when I was just coming out of my depression and trying to figure out what I needed to do, like my brain wanted to do certain things, but my body hadn't caught up yet. 
So I was feeling very tired. Now I couldn't just start running or doing high energy workouts, you know, um, right off the bat. So I had to find the perfect balance of how much I exercised and how much energy I had. And then this was really cool is that as I slowly built up my exercise, my energy started to balance out and to where I started having more energy and I could do harder workouts. So it was a balance and it took a couple of, quite a few years actually. I mean, I started stretching first, then I started walking and then I started walking faster and walking longer and then it slowly turned into running and to yoga and to biking and to hiking and all the things that I really enjoy doing now, but I had to be patient and make sure that I did that on a balance. So don't push yourself harder than you have strength and really pay attention to that. All right, another point that she had is that regular exercise is as effective as antidepressants for mild to moderate depression, as well as sleeping pills for mild insomnia. I had both of those. So I already was on antidepressants and the regular exercise, I'm sure, is one of the reasons why I was able to slowly get off those antidepressants. I will state again right here that I am not against using antidepressants. I think you should be on them as long as you need to, and if that's your whole life, then do it. But because mine was chemical and I was able to get those things balanced out in my head, I was able to come off of those. And regular exercise helped me to do that. And it has also helped me with my insomnia, where it's um, mild, and I'm still trying to figure out some of those things with that, but exercise has definitely helped my sleep as well. So, and then her last point for rule number three is that everyone needs a break. And a reminder of this truth that you are in charge of your time. So you get to choose how you want to use your time. If you want to make more use of the time you have because you're not going to make more time, then put in some exercise and do it before 3 p.m. You're going to see a difference. Work slowly and work up, but you can do this. I am a big advocate of this. Now, rule number four is not something that I necessarily have thought of before because I'm kind of a all-in kind of girl. All or nothing sometimes is my way. And I like rule number four, which is three times a week is a habit. Meaning I don't have to do it seven days a week for it to be a habit. One of her points was that things don't have to happen daily, nor do they have to happen at the same time every day in order to count it in our lives. Hmm. <laughs> a habit doesn't have to be every day and at the same time every day. That kind of blows my mind. So I'm going to be working on this one. She did say that there is a big distinction between never and not as much as I want. And what she was talking about on this one is that sometimes we say, I never do that. But when we look at it, we actually are doing it sometimes, but it's not as many times as we want. And so there's a difference. It's not that you're not ever doing it. It's that you're not doing it as much as you want. And so you think you don't have a habit, but maybe you actually do. Just looking at that possibility might change the way you're looking at what you're thinking you're doing as a habit. Okay, so if you make something a priority to you and you really want to do it, Make it three times a week instead of going for seven and feeling like you're failing. I believe that that does make it so you can feel like you're getting it done. It makes it feel more doable. And I thought that was a really mind-blowing and calming idea. 
that three times a week, you can count it as a habit. And it's in a book, so it must be true, right? (laughs) Well, anyway, try it and see if it makes you feel better about how you're trying new habits. Maybe you've got some goals that you're working towards and you think, I'm never doing that. I'm not able to do that. But when you look at it, it's really that you're just not doing it as often as you want. And give yourself the permission to make it that three times a week does count. I'm sharing these first four rules with you today because I'm really hoping that you'll pick up this book and start reading it. I'm loving it so far. Like I told you, I hadn't read this book before in episode 79 when I introduced it to you. I've read halfway and I'm into it, so I hope that you'll do so too. Before I leave today, I wanted to tell you that I am opening my Etsy shop for my traveler's notebooks next week. It opens February 13th, 14th, and 15th of 2023. I'm going to have it open for those three days, but I'm only opening it for 20 slots. So that means a traveler's notebook is one slot, an insert is one slot. So somebody could order four things and that's four slots. I only have time to do 20 in the next little while. So that's why I'm being totally open and honest with you. If you want one of those slots, you're going to have to order pretty soon. But I am going to leave it open for three days just in case it doesn't fill up super fast, but I wouldn't chance it if I were you. (laughs) If you have never ordered one of my traveler's notebooks before, you're going to want to download a free PDF that I made that helps you to work through all the different choices that you have. It has links in it to take you to YouTube videos that I made that help you to make decisions. It will also link you to the fabrics gallery on hunkydory.com to be able to see all the different fabrics that are available right now. If you want that free PDF, I'll put the link in the show notes, but it's also hunkydory.com forward slash for the number four steps. So it's number four, S-T-E-P-S. I believe it's on hunkydory.com if you um, scroll all the way down to the bottom for my helpful tips. It's the four steps to to the perfect TN. That is my heads up for you today is that I'm going to be opening my shop February 13th, 14th, and 15th of 2023, and I have 20 slots that I'm going to offer for you. So anyway, I hope that if you've been wanting one, I haven't opened my shop since September of last year. So if you've been wanting one, this is the time. I want to let you know that I see you and I understand how hard you're trying and I really want to help however I can. Have a wonderful day and I am going to talk to you again here next week. I'm so glad you showed up for you today. Remember, the connections you make with yourself are powerful, and that will spread to the people you love the most. Sending lots of love to you as always. Make it a great day, and I'll talk with you again next week.